As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. So today I found Kim. Now, Kim, is it Keen or Kane? Keen. Keen. All right. So Kim Keen is a certified life coach, a Reiki and IET practitioner, and a podcaster, and she strives to empower women to embrace who they are and so that they can be all that they inspire to be and leave a legacy that is better than the one that was left for them. I love that, Kim. I love Thank that. You. I mean, it's, it is something, right, to impact people's lives in such a way to help them be better than what they had in the past. I mm-hmm. love that. So welcome to Straight Talk. Really good to have you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Good. I'm glad you're here. And I have an amazing audience, Kim. I really do. They they love to follow my guests. They ask a lot of questions, things like that, which is very, very good. I was just um, talking to my coach recently, and uh, my podcast has reached 30,000 downloads a month. Wow. So it's doing really, really well. It's impacting a lot of people. So I know that you're going to be speaking to a very amazing group of humans. And yeah. so, Kim, before we get all into it, let's uh, let's know a little bit about you. Who are you? Yes. So um, I have many hats as you know, most of us do. So I have the mom hat. So I have two daughters who um, one is almost a teenager and I can't even wrap my brain around it. And so she'll be 13 soon. And then my other daughter will be 10 soon. Um, And we have fur kids. So I have two dogs and a cat. They're all rescued. So that's like my mom life. And Mm -hmm. then uh, coach life is that I'm a certified life coach. I help women, but I also have an after school program where I help girls too. They don't know that it's coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's basically coaching for kids, life coaching for kids. They just don't know that's what they're getting. Right. (laughs) Which is great. (laughs) And then, um, and like, and then also um, Reiki and IET. So really trying to incorporate the mind, body, spirit connection, not just for myself, but for the people that I work with. Tell me a little bit about um, IET. 
Yes. So IET is integrative energy therapy. And mm-hmm. so it's a hands-on healing modality. The difference between it and Reiki is that um, IET actually works with angel energy. So when I'm working with IET on a client or um, with my pets um, or my family, it is actually connecting with angel energy. So oh, I see. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's where it differs than Reiki. I'll say Reiki is like more of an earthly energy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so when with IET, I can correct, connect directly to a specific angel um, and call in their abilities and their um, characteristics to help with whatever energy we're trying to move out. Mm-hmm. Okay. More better serving energy. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. I, I never really heard that before. I've, and I've interviewed over 200 and something people. <laughs> so this is great. Okay. Yeah, well, so, I'm an IET too. So um, I'm new. So a friend of mine, she's an IET practitioner and teacher. And when I saw her post on social media that she had a class, I missed it. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I need this. So right. she's been so sweet. And I've been doing the coursework with her one-on-one. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was like another hands-on healing. Yes, please. I need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so does, do you feel like they are working in tandem with each other? Or do you feel like they conflict? Or how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, I actually feel like they work beautifully in tandem with each other. And my girlfriend and I were just talking about this today, actually, about the benefits of, you know, she's like, I've never taught anyone IET that hasn't already been attuned with Reiki. Um, And she's like, I just feel like because you have that Reiki background, when you do the IET attunements and the IET work, it's almost magnified because Mm. the attunements are just um, really compiling on each other. So they work beautifully together because okay. it's, um, it's a beautiful, loving energy and angels are beautiful and loving. And so is Reiki earthly energy. So it's just, it's a perfect marriage. Okay. Oh, that's really interesting. I love that. Okay. So I, I always, I always say this because I know this about my own life, right? I know yeah. that the reason that I really work hard to impact other people's lives is because I am building the woman that I wish I, I had, right? Yeah. And so um, I say that to say, Kim, um, you do a lot of this energy work and there's a reason for it. You became a life coach because of something. So I want to get into that, right? (laughs) I want to know a little bit about, you know, what your journey was and why, why did you decide to go this route in your life? Yes. Okay. So the long story short is that I was an elementary school teacher. I taught for six years and then I was burnt out. And Mm -hmm. so my husband said, you know, you have to find something else. You can't go back to the classroom. And I was absolutely devastated um, because that's all I ever wanted to be was Mm -hmm. a teacher. And I thought I would be there until I was 90 and they would force me to retire and be like, look, you wrinkly old lady, get out before (laughs) you die in front of the kids or before you break a hip. And when that didn't happen, I was devastated. And so then I became a stay-at-home mom. And that was really a struggle for me because I wasn't loving being a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. And so then I felt like a horrible person because I wasn't loving Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And um, I was really just felt lonely and disconnected and was really struggling like, okay, if I'm not a kindergarten teacher, then who am I? And so I started having these really unhealthy thoughts about maybe I should just run away um, because my husband and my kids would be better off without me or maybe I should just take my life. But I couldn't do either of those things because I was like, I can't, you know, I'm a product of divorce. My parents divorced when I was very young and that was hard to navigate growing up. So I was like, Mm -hmm. if that was hard, I can't imagine what I would do to my kids if I just up and left or if I took my life. So I was like, perhaps I should see a therapist. And so thinking that she's 
say like, oh, it's simple. You're having an identity crisis. Here are the three easy ways to fix it. Right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Right. So not what happened. And I was blindsided and needless to say, it was a train wreck. So um, very early on, she's like, oh, do you realize you're codependent? And I had never heard that word before. And so, of course, I took to Google and then I was like, well, I am not going to be codependent anymore. So then I started getting every book I could on codependency and trying to overcome that. And then it was, oh, do you know you're anxious and you need anxiety medication? And I couldn't bring myself to take it. And then it was, oh, you are suffering from childhood emotional neglect. And I was also in an abusive relationship for five and a half years with my high school boyfriend. So from the time I was 15 until I was 21. So add all that into the mix of codependency and anxiety and childhood emotional neglect. And um, after a year and a half of therapy, I felt worse than when I had started. And so in that time, I had started doing yoga. I started doing, I started meditating and I started going for Reiki sessions and I started tapping into the energy of crystals and with the holistic things, with the Reiki and the crystals and the meditation and the yoga, I felt something shift, um, but I felt like there was still something missing. And that was when I started working with a life coach because I felt like I had nothing else, like nothing to lose at that point. Mm-hmm. And it was going through the coaching process to heal my own wounds that I realized in that moment, like, oh my gosh, I see now why I was miserable in my teaching career. I see now why I ended up in that abusive relationship. I see now why I'm struggling as a stay at home mom. I have to be able to help others with these mm-hmm. struggles. And so that was where I said, okay, that's it. I'm going to get my certification so that I can help other women too. So they didn't feel like I did because I never wanted my kids to grow up to be like me. I was like, thought, you know, I was the worst person ever. So I was like, I'll do whatever it takes for them not right. to be like me. And mm-hmm. if I can help other women not feel that way too, then my struggle was worth it. Right. Right. And your struggle is worth it. Right. Kim, because that's really where you learn. And that's really like, I mean, I always say life is the best life coach. Right. I mean, it really does um, teach you a lot of things. And so I guess, um, you know, some of the things I wanted to touch on is therapy can work. Therapy can work. So, you know, for those of you who are listening and I know I have a lot of therapists that do listen, yes, therapy, it really can, it can work. It doesn't always work for everybody, but it can work. And, um, and And full transparency, I don't think the therapist that I had was the right fit. Um, Mm -hmm. not knowing that she focused more on eating disorders. So she always questioned me, are you sure you don't have an eating disorder? Are you sure you don't have an eating disorder? I'm sure so right. it's just really not a good fit, but the blessing was right. she brought to light all of these things that I needed to work on. Yeah. Yeah. And also the fact that, I mean, that's such a good point too, Kim, because we should know our strengths, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, and all of you, cause I do have a lot of coaches and therapists and stuff like that who listen. And, and the reason I say that is like, don't force what you think you want to, or what you think your experiences are on someone else. And as a, and as a life coach, Kim, right, we always have to be careful that we're not like doing that with people when they're going through something. We're like, oh, I have the great answer for that. It's this, right? Yeah. Um, and I've seen coaches do that. And I've also seen therapists do that. So, you know, I can, I, and also I love that you said, I, you know, I, I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I mean, I was a stay-at-home mom, but it, I didn't like it. Yeah. I actually didn't either, Kim. I actually well, didn't either. And so I know how long. you felt. No. And I know how you felt. I felt like a bad mom too. Yeah. I lasted eight months. And then I looked at my husband. I was like, 
hell no. Like, yeah. like hell no. <laughs> he was like, are you serious? Like, no, I got to go to work. I cannot do this. It's so funny. And then, you know, for a while I felt the same. I felt like, gosh, if I'm a bad mom, why don't I want to do this? But, but it just didn't, um, Give me that piece of fulfillment that I needed in my life either. So I 100% understand, Kim. I'm with you 100% on that one. Um, so, okay. So then you you uh, went through um, going uh, through that and going to the life coach and stuff. And I love life coaching, right? I think it is a very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. Um, I want people to understand that it's not therapy. It is a way for you to focus on where you want to go Mm -hmm. in life. And sometimes you do have to go back a little bit to know where you're going ahead, but we're not here to give you therapy or medication or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So I'm really glad you did that. And so you went into the life coaching. Is that what got you into the Reiki is, you know, was that like together or how did that happen? No. So that was completely separate from each other. So when I was seeing the therapist, she was the one who suggested that I do yoga and meditation. And so, um, in Elkton, Maryland, there's a community college called Cecil Community College. And so every January, they have a mind, body, spirit fest. And so I said to my husband, I have to go because this is all about yoga and meditation. And I need to learn more. And so he said, okay. And it was Friday night and then all day Saturday. So I showed up on Friday night with my yoga mat and my yoga clothes, waltzed to the door and quickly realized like, oh, this is not about yoga and meditation. This is (laughs) something else. So Friday night was like the vendor night, sort of like the the test run night. So you could go. So there were no classes on Friday. It was just seeing all the vendors. So, and they had um, people who did Reiki. They had aura photos. They had past life regression analysis, crystal jewelry, all kinds of things, natural soaps. And, um, So I was like, oh, I think I need to go put the yoga mat back in the car. (laughs) And so um, that was when I had my first reading slash Reiki session um, with a lady who is 30 years older than me. But it was so interesting. It was like we were old souls that had known each other Mm. for a very long time. And so we just instantly connected. And so uh, from that experience of having the Reiki with her, I just felt different. I couldn't really explain it. It just something had changed. And so um, then I was like, this is amazing. I need to know more. So she, um, at the time, taught classes through Cecil Community College. They have um, adult education classes that are all different topics, but they have a holistic section of classes. So I took her angel class. Then I took her crystal class. Then I did her Reiki for pets. Then I did my Reiki attunements. And it was then Native American medicine. Like any class that she had, I took. And so that's actually how I got into the Reiki, going to this festival, thinking I was going to hone in my yoga and meditation skills, but was completely blown away to a world that I didn't even know existed. That's awesome. And so um, you got into the, the Reiki stuff and uh, you say pets too. So you do Reiki on pets? Yes. So um, you can Reiki once you have your Reiki attunement, um, really your second attunement, you can Reiki anything. So you can Reiki your food before you eat it to clear out any negative energy that's oh, impacting okay. your food in the process. So um, I can Reiki my house, the animals. And so the amazing thing is that I can send Reiki distance. So I've sent Reiki mm. to a friend in Germany. I've sent Reiki to clients in Minnesota. I've sent, so Reiki has no distance, nor does IET. So that's the beauty of it. So you can send Reiki 
well, I can send Reiki to really anywhere, anyone, anything that needs it. Okay. And so is this something that you're doing with your clients now? Like, I know that you're really focusing on, on women, right? So you're focusing on empowering women. So I want to, I want to touch on that. Like, so how are you helping them like embrace who they are? Cause I know that's one of the things you said that you really want them to embrace who they really are and that they can um, inspire to be whatever they want to be to leave that legacy. Right. So I want to know, um, what does that look like when somebody contacts you, Kim? Like, what is that process? Yeah. So we always hop on a call first so I can really get to understand and know what it is exactly that they're looking for. So I have some clients who just want Reiki or they just want crystal healing, but they don't need coaching because they've already done that in the past. So they just know that, you know, because they've had coaching, they know that they're getting a little stagnant with their energy and their thought patterns and things like that. So Uh, They literally just do the Reiki or the crystal healing to kind of clear that out and recenter themselves. But then I also have clients who are really very new on their healing journey and they need coaching and the holistic healing. So I do a combination package for them that includes life coaching sessions, but also healing sessions. So based on what they're going through, I've, you know, we determine if it's Reiki that they need or IET or crystal healing or one of each um, as they go through their journey with me. So it's really about tapping into figuring out what's holding them back, what's helping, like what's keeping in the, keeping them in that stuck feeling that mm-hmm, they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, we have to go back to the past sometimes to get to where we need to be. So, um, so I do, when I do my first few sessions with them, we do talk about the past but I don't have them go deep into it because I don't mm-hmm. need the nitty gritty details of the trauma or right. the abuse or those things. Like I just need kind of a snippet of those things to start putting the pieces together, help them put the pieces together for uh, where they are with unserving patterns and limiting beliefs and where they need to be to help them create those new, more empowered things to release the old. Okay. Okay. And I know you said that, you know, you can send Reiki all over the place. So that to me uh, says that you do a lot of work maybe online. Do you do work that way as well? Yeah. 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 So ironically enough, all my clients, um, even though I can service people um, in my home, I always get like, none of my clients are local. They're always far away. And it's funny because I seem to get the clients in the South. So Kentucky and, um, Tennessee, and they're 13, 14 hours away from me. So, right, right. right. So, you got to send Reiki that way, send it down that way. Yes. Um, so, tell me about what happens with you personally, Kim, like when you are going through something, like when you're struggling through, maybe this is something that somebody in our audience can, you know, kind of like pull for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Because we all have challenges and we all have things that we're going to go through. It's not like because you do um, IT work in in Reiki that everything's perfect, right? Right. So what do you, what do you do for yourself? Like, do you have a routine or something that you do that helps you get through those challenges, right? Because um, you were very transparent with us and telling us that you went through a lot of challenges to get mm-hmm. to this point today. And I know that even when we get through a lot of things, that doesn't mean ugly stuff doesn't try to pop its head back out. So yeah. what is it that you do? What's your what's your go-to or your routine or what, what do you do to get through times? Yeah, so, times? Um, so the old me never took time for myself. 
Mm. And so that was part of the problem. I was always depleted because I was always saying yes to everyone and everything before I said yes to me. And so now every day for years now, I always start my day with the same morning routine. I meditate and then I have some journaling things that I do. So I have this cute little journal that my husband got me a few years ago and it has a different prompt for each day. And I like that just because it starts my day with a smile. Mm -hmm. So um, today's prompt was three things that you love the most. And mm-hmm. so, um, but some days it, it one prompt, it might be like, what's the music that gets your blood pumping? So mm-hmm. I love that little journal because it's just fun little prompts that make you focus on something positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I always do affirmations. So there are six affirmations that I write in an affirmation journal every morning. I always start the day also with three things that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And that's so, um, and then too. I also, yeah. And so, and then, um, I also have a devotional book that's actually written by Melody Beattie and she's like the leading expert on codependency. So I bought that book back in 2014 when I started therapy and I was obsessed with getting over the codependency. Right. And so this book I've like read every day, I've read the affirmation and then I forgot about it for a couple of years and it always seems to just randomly pop back up into my realm of thought. And so I'll read one of the the devotional of the day from there. So that's how I always start my day. And then, um, and I try to incorporate exercise too. Sometimes I'm mm-hmm. willing to sacrifice and like not do the exercise, even though right. I know I should. <laughs> <laughs> but the journaling things are a must like those I won't sacrifice on and then I always I do um a card pool for myself in the morning um with one of my numerous oracle decks because that also brings me joy to do that for myself um but so that's like that's the daily routine okay every day no matter what um, because that fills me up before I start my day before I take care of kids or dogs or talk to my husband or anything like that's how I start my day every single mm-hmm. day. No looking at the cell phone, none of that. Mm-hmm. No looking at mm-hmm. emails, nothing until that is done and I've had my breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, but when this, when I'm in the thick of the struggle, because I have the tools to work through it, I don't go as often, I don't go as long, and I don't go as deep. So that's good. Um, that's good. yeah. So it's like so I have to recognize when I'm being triggered. And so um, for me, when the you know what hits the fan, I value certainty like mad. So it's like I need that certainty because growing up, I didn't have a lot of certainty in life. So I recognize like if I'm feeling like I need control and I'm like really grasping to make sure that things feel safe and comfortable, I know that I'm in the thick of the struggle. So I have to check in with myself and say like, okay, what, what brought this on? Was it something someone said? Was it something that I felt like I didn't do a good enough job with? What exactly is causing this feeling that I need the certainty where I'm not in control of something? And then I I can talk myself through it. So it's like I can manage my emotional state. Like, okay, what do I feel in my body? The racing heart, you know, maybe like the dry mouth, headache, whatever. And so, and I know how to change that feeling. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's through breath work, it's through getting a drink of water and it's just getting up and moving my body. So I can't stay anchored in that same place. So like if I'm on the couch feeling that I have to get up and move and go someplace else to start getting the blood flowing and the oxygen flowing in my body. And right. that gives me enough time to start working through the language that I'm using around the situation and the thoughts that I'm having. So I can say, no, Kim, you know, so-and-so hates you. That is not a hundred percent true because you didn't even have a conflict. Like there was no confrontation. There was nothing there. You're creating that story in your head. 
So when I can recognize that I'm creating this story that isn't even true about something, or I'm allowing some outside factor to impact me, I can say, okay, you know, you know how to get through this, you know how to work through it, managing mm-hmm. the feelings you're having, the thoughts you're using, the language you're using, and switching them so that it's, it proves, you know, so then I start looking for the evidence to show myself where everything you're thinking and saying isn't true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really, really good, Kim. What you're, what you're saying is basically be self-aware. Be yeah. self-aware. I mean, that's really important, right? Sometimes we can go through life like not even thinking about what we're, I always say, think about what you're thinking about, yes. right? Think about what you're thinking about. And that means stopping yourself, pausing and saying, why am I thinking that? Just like you said, mm-hmm. what language am I using? Is that a universal truth? Yes. You know, for many times it is not, right? No. We tell ourselves such nonsense and we just make it true. It's like, that is actually not true. Um, yes. But um, I love that because it's all about self-awareness. And I and I really, yes. that's something that I discovered in my life, maybe in the last 10, 15 years, right? Is mm-hmm. having that, that self-awareness of going, why do I think that? Why am I saying that? Why am I behaving this way? And you really do break a lot of things in your life. You really do break a lot of ugly patterns in your life. And you start to realize that you're freaking worth it, that you're made for a reason, that there is a purpose for you, that you are here for, for something. And, and just like you went through all of those things, Kim, it is to impact a life. And even if you were just impacting one, you've done it right. I think we have to like pull ourselves back from thinking that we have to impact so many thousands of people. Mm -hmm. If you impact one person's life and that person's life has changed and shifted for the better, I feel like you have done your job. Now the others are bonuses. That's extra, you know? So good for you. I'm glad that you do that. Um, And you do a lot of the same things I do. I'm not very good with like um, silencing my mind with meditating, Mm -hmm. but I do like to, when when I uh, sit for quiet, I think strategically mm-hmm. about what it is I want to think about as opposed yeah. to just thinking anything. Right. Yeah. Um, and I also have the three things I do that I'm grateful for in the morning and mm-hmm. the three affirmations as well, because I think, or intentions mm-hmm. for the day. And I think that's a huge setup for a good day. Yeah. Right. It's a good yeah. setup. Now, do you do have an evening routine as well? Or you just focus on the morning routine? So I used to do the the evening routine too, but I felt like by the end of the day, I was so tired. And then when Mm -hmm. I didn't do it, I was beating myself up for not doing Mm -hmm. it. That's good. Mm -hmm. So I just said, you know what? You don't have to do it. So if there are days where I feel like, yeah, I totally want to do it. I will. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll just do one. I'll just do a card pull at night for myself. And that's my lesson of the day. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I also wanted to say that well, two things. One, I'm not always aware. And so my husband, who is not a life coach, but has heard me life coach him enough without his permission that he likes right. to turn the table sometimes. And he'll say, um, I think you're tapping into the victim story. Um, and I think that's meeting your emotional need. And I'm like, no one asked you. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was just going to say, oh, no, that doesn't go over well. <laughs> right. I'm like, so then when I try to coach him, he's like, I didn't ask you to coach Funny. me. I'm like, well, you're not having enough self-awareness that you need to be coached. So, <laughs> so that's like the coaching. That's real. Though. That's real. <laughs> so, um, but that's the joy of being married. And so my kids right. know it too. So my daughter's, you know, when my daughter was younger, she would get in the car after school and be like, this happened on the playground. And is that their, are they trying to meet their need for significance? I'm like, yeah, she's like, I'm going to tell them tomorrow. I'm like, you cannot coach kids on the playground without their permission, Lily. (laughs) 
I love it. Yeah. I love it. So the other thing I want to say is that I've been meditating for over five years. Every day I've not missed a day for over five years. And I still struggle sometimes with turning the brain off to yeah. actually like get into that deep meditative state. And so the the biggest thing is because so often my clients, you know, I always say, you know, meditation is an amazing tool. And they always say, I can never meditate. I can't turn my brain off. I can't sit still. I started meditating with guided meditation on the Calm app and I'm not like uh, an affiliate or anything like that, but that was how I started. And yeah. now I can do, you know, I can choose. Do I do meditation in silence or do I do guided meditation? But you can just start with two minutes. And so the beauty of meditation is to not judge yourself. Right. So even when the monkey brain starts and your thoughts are racing all over, just acknowledge you know, I just whisper in my head thinking, and then I just tap back into focusing on mm. either my chest rising from breathing or just feeling the air leaving my nose and hitting my upper lip. And sometimes my thoughts start racing all over again. So I yeah. say in my head again, thinking, and then I try to tap back into your breath. So there mm. really is no right or wrong way to meditate. It's just about giving yourself the space to try. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I feel like I've, I've, um, gotten to the point where I'm not like completely like silence and the, you know, no thought, but I have gotten where the monkey brain comes. I'm like, no, we're thinking strategically about this, you know, and that's helped a lot, right. Instead of having your brain just everywhere. Cause sometimes you'll think about things that are so stupid and you're like, I'm not even thinking about that. And it's yeah. because your brain just does not have, it, it doesn't want to, you know, it's not comfortable in that space of being quiet. It's not comfortable in that space, right? Yeah. So we have to control that. So that's awesome, Kim. I, I really like what you're doing and I like your energy as well. You have Thank good you. energy. Um, and I want to know uh, where my audience can reach you because like I said, they're amazing and they love to like connect with people and stuff. And I've had people who have listened to my show work with people who have been on the show and that just oh, makes wow. me so happy yes. because i love that we can collaborate with one another mm -hmm. support one another network with one another that's so important to me right it's uh, to me it's never about competition because i no. feel like kim will have her people yes. and nina will have her people you know what i'm saying like we don't yes. there's too many people in the world to be fighting over a little pool you know yeah um so i want to make sure that my people know where to find you so let us know all of your info on how we can get in contact with you. Yes. So, um, so Facebook, I have a personal page and a business page and I'm happy to connect with people on my personal page. Um, I also am on Instagram and all my handles are the same. Well, Facebook personal page is Kimberly Keen. Um, Facebook business page, Instagram, TikTok, they're all Kim V Keen. Um, my okay. middle initial is V. So, um, and then my website is kimkeen.com. And I also have a podcast called One of a Kind You. So I'm I'm all over the place. I'm all over it. the digital world between, you know, social media, podcasting, and then my website. Yeah. How do you like podcasting? I absolutely love podcasting because you can't tell I love to talk. So um, I was like, do you have a blog? I'm like, no, because I do much better talking. So yeah. podcasting is really like blogging for me. So I can get my thoughts yeah. and everything out better with my words than I can actually try like typing out words. Well, I know I'm the, I, I'm the same. I do have a blog, but I don't pay attention to it as much as I do my podcast because yeah. I love this, this right yeah. here, yeah. right? The connection with one another, even though it's virtual, it's still, we still are connected because we know uh, each other's story. We know what we're talking about. Like we know how to reach people. And I think that all of that is so vital. And one of the gifts of COVID is this, 
Yeah. Right? The fact that we are more online now than we've ever been before. So, yeah. and that could be, that could be a bad thing, but I think in this case, especially with podcasting, it could be a very good thing. So Kim, yeah. thank you for being on straight talk. I really appreciate you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an absolute joy. Oh, good. Thank you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best, okay? I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register, W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugaredit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.